And it is the Kerrville Small Business Network, episode 22. Mike Taylor here, along with... John Barrera. And uh, we do this twice a week now because we want to get the messages out uh, from business owners in the community out to other business owners. So as a network, you know, we want to introduce business owners to the community, but also every business owner in this area has a different story to tell. Mm -hmm. And every business owner in this area can learn something from every other business owner's story. Absolutely. Even in the same trade. Yeah. Same Especially trade. in the same trade. Yeah. Yeah. And you can find it at CurvilleNetwork.com. You can also get us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, as well as many others as well. So today's guest on episode 22 is Jeremiah Castillo with the Dream Team Landscaping. And Jeremiah, how did you get started, sir? Um, I actually got into this trade with my friend a couple years ago, um, just wanting to better ourselves. Um, I worked for a lot of the big name companies, um, and overall, I just used to just take over everything from the management to um, talking to customers to the overall trade. So I just more wanted to be able to build myself and really give myself a positive outlook on life. So we've been doing this for a while and um i've really been getting a lot of recommendations on facebook and i've been able to pick up a lot of realtors so so far we've been really good um i've been blessed to um get contacted by the mcdonald's so um hopefully maybe wow, this year we'll be great. taking care of the mcdonald's in kerrville awesome and, yeah yeah so um really no it's just been a blessing um i started out with uh out of my girl's uh jeep with a $20 weed eater and maybe a $50 push mower. And um, now we've uh, upgraded to two trucks, two trailers, um, two mowers, um, everything that you would need to uh, take care of a job. And um, as we've been getting bigger, we've been recommend, been getting recommended by a lot of my realtors and um, just customers to take on bigger contracts. Like we got uh, offered to take on Quinlan Crossing and we gave them a bid that's a 48 duplex uh, complex where it's um, sitting on probably like three acres. So you would be mowing three acres as well as taking care of all the trimming and uh, trees and anything else that comes. But um, overall, we've just been blessed to really uh, get noticed this year for everything we're doing. Um, we do retaining walls, we mulch, we, we gravel. Um, I do a commercial and residential uh, mowing. And then also I got insured this year. Um, I'm trying to be able to get a little bit bigger, take on a little bit more uh, contracts as far as um, commercial wise. So um, I had to learn to grow for myself in general. So being insured now, I'm able to um, really just be able to be covered for anything that might come my way if I was to uh, mess anything up or just overall be able to take on a HOA and have somebody be able to really recognize us for our um, our achievements and things that we're looking to accomplish this year. Yeah, something that really stood out to me was when you said you had a weed eater and a push mower in the back of your girlfriend's Jeep. And there's, there's people out there saying, no, I, I can't start a business. I don't have 10 grand. I don't have... You know, I don't have my own brand new truck, brand new trailer. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. What do you say to those people that say, oh, I, I can't do it because I don't have 10 grand? 
To be honest with you, I started with the dream. I started with the hundred dollars in equipment and the uh, dream team. Yeah. <laughs> so um, now we've been able to grow. Um, I got a truck that's only a thousand three hundred dollars. Um, it's my Dodge fifteen hundred that I run around every day and mowing my yards. We go from Fredericksburg, Bandera, Hunt, Ingram, um, all of Kerrville, and I mean for a truck that I paid minimum dollars and i got a trailer that i paid 200 dollars for so for the average person that says that it's not achievable um i started with only like two thousand dollars and at that i didn't even have all two thousand dollars up front um everything came in increments so i didn't accomplish all of this in one day um i've been doing this over time so now um we're able to run with two trucks two trailers and I recently just barely bought the other trailer, but um, a lot of my customers recognize my uh, my goals and the, my uh, efficiency as how I work. So a lot of them have blessed me. Um, I had one lady buy me a brand new mower. Um, just said that uh, wow. she's seen me struggling and yeah, bought me a awesome. brand one, brand new one. So that's a blessing. And then um, I recently had another customer uh, move from Bandera, and she said that um. She can't mow with her zero turn and she sold me a brand new one for like $700. And if anybody really knows what they cost, they're up there in the thousands, two to three thousand. Yes. So um, it's not like something that, you know, I can say that anybody will achieve. But I mean, with the right mindset and the right goals, I mean, it is something that you can achieve. And it did take time. And, you know, in the right moments, I was able to get everything with the, you know, when the time was right. So you started this business from the ground up, literally. Yes, uh, yes sir. With a, with a weed eater and a mower. And was was there fear there at the beginning? Oh, yeah, because I came from the biggest companies out there and um, with just the goal of trying to make it, um, a lot of my friends in the beginning helped me out, let me use their tools to be able to achieve it. But as I grew and made a little bit more money, I bought everything I needed, but, um, yeah, there was a big, uh, expectation on if I was going to make it or not. And, um, I can honestly say this year, we've been blessed that a lot of people have been able to take notice. Man. As far as when you were first starting out, what did you do to get work? Everything. Um, we did, we, so right now I still kind of do the same, but, um, in the beginning we did everything. Uh, we mowed, we did tree trimming, hedges, I did scrap metal, but but in order to get that that for those first customers when you were just starting out, how yeah. how did you get those first customers? Were you door knocking? So yeah, so in the beginning, um, I could be honest, I was sitting outside Home Depot sometimes, um, asking for work. Um, Man, it's hard to be honest about that, but um, over time we were able to uh, achieve the goals. A lot of people uh, knew us from a. Uh, our past work so some people took us on and um others just uh see me working and just uh acknowledge the good work so they took me on like that you know you're blessed aren't you oh yeah that's powerful you know a lot of people will sit at home collect an unemployment check and be like you know what i'm i'm gonna just accept my fate i'm I'm gonna yeah not try i'm gonna just be mediocre but you went in front of Home Depot and you humbled yourself and said, you know what? 
I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to roll over and take this. I'm going to fight. I'm, I'm going to stick it to the man and I'm going to make it. And dude, you have my utmost respect. Really? That's, that's powerful, man. And I understand that. Um, it was hard starting in the beginning. Um, I had a lot of doubts. I had, uh, ex bosses not wanting me to achieve. So for us to grow and a lot of people to just see us and acknowledge our work is really a blessing because we really do really good work. And, uh, I believe that's how we've been able to grow. Yeah. Uh, Mike, remember last week out, or actually it was a couple of days ago. I was saying there's a correlation in starting out working for somebody else, learning a trade and then separating. I mean, you didn't become a radio star. Just, just thinking, Man, Hey, I, I get it, dude. I, I get it 100%. I've been, I, I've had past employers try to stop me. You know, I, I get it. I, I get the struggle, man. And uh, for you to, for you to go out there and figure out a way to get business, even with all that, you know, coming at you and it comes at you from different angles when that happens, you don't even know the angles. It's you're kind of in a fog when when that happens yeah you, you know that you know that you aren't getting what you uh should be getting and you don't know why does that make any sense yes uh, and um with everything it that does, happened man. um i advertised a lot i made business cards and um really we were just i think everybody just really acknowledging us seeing us out there every day being a no name, but just always being out constantly. Consistency. Yes. yes. Um, that's what was able to really build our name. Um, I started with nothing, as I said, and um, I was always looking at everybody else, all the other competitors trying to figure out how I could uh, be able to put my name out there. And um, when I first bought my $1,300 truck, um, I bought a sticker for 50 bucks. And well, it's the same one that's on the truck now. And now I'm getting advertising from just riding around, which is a blessing because last year or two years ago, nobody even knew my name. Nobody even gave me the time or day. So now that um, I'm starting to get bigger and everybody wants us and, you know, it's just really a blessing because, you know, like I said, I didn't have anything starting out. So would to, you would you go through all that again? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because um, that's who made good who question. Mike. That's what built us and built the dream to be able to achieve our goals. Would you recommend that other people do that? Yeah, of course. Um, Whatever it takes. Yeah, because you're never going to reach your goal if you don't try. You got to you got to face any adversity that comes your way and overcome it. That's the only way. That was a great you, question. You really? know, when you commit to something, you commit to it. When you commit to something, it becomes non-negotiable. It's going to happen somehow, some way, no matter what. And that's that's true commitment, and that's what that's what you expressed, and consistently in a consistent way, and didn't give up five minutes before the miracle started happening. Oh yeah, um, it took forever because when I first started, I didn't know where the price range needed to be. That's a tough one too. <laughs> yeah. So um, you got to think when I first started, um, I was doing houses for fifteen, thirty bucks. Um, I was doing trees for like four. $300 just, you know, making an income because at the end of the day, I got to provide for my family and my mm -hmm. kids. Yeah. So, yeah. um, you know, we were thriving for anything we could get. 
So now that the years have gotten more better, you know, I'm able to now know how long something might take me, how long, you know, where I need to be. And um, in the beginning, we're taking on probably thousand dollar jobs for a couple hundred bucks. And, um, oh, yes, you know, it is part of the struggle and it's, it's what made us who we are today to be able to know what my workers feel when they're working for me. So, like, uh, the best part I could say is I've been on both sides. I've I'm the employer. I've been the worker. And, you know, as your employer, supervisor, however you may call it, I've been in your shoes to know how you feel. So, like, that's how I'm able to relate to the guys to know, like, um, where I think they where I think they need to uh, work better at or how I can help improve them or really just overall be a real good, successful business person because I've been able to struggle from the bottom. I know how it is to work with no tools and have to do a job that should probably only take a big company five, maybe an hour to do. And it's taking me a couple hours to do because I don't have the right tools. But, you know, now that we're growing and I'm able to re uh, reimburse the money that we're making into the company, we're able to work faster. And um, right now with the crew, we do about 10 to 13 houses a day. Um, that's, um, that's so yeah, awesome. That is awesome. That's from little houses from your mom and pops to big houses in Comanche. Um, we've been blessed to take on some HOAs are really noticing us this year. Um, so really next year, we're just really hoping to be blessed a little bit more. Um, the biggest thing I've been is just humble with the whole situation because, oh, we come from poverty, not having much. So for us to make something. It's a blessing. It really is. Um, you, know, you know, like you said, when you first started marketing, you know, from Home Depot to HOA and real estate brokers, that's those are two different worlds. And, you know, marketing is so important, whether it's Facebook. And, um, and you were also talking about pricing. When I first started pressure washing, I'm like, man, I'll do your whole driveway plus your sidewalks for 50 bucks, you know. And not only was I undercutting myself, but I was shooting the whole industry in the foot because they think that's the price of pressure washing. They think that's how it's supposed to be, you know. And then maybe next year I want to come and do the same house. And I'm like, look, man, I'll do it for 300 350 And that, whoa, what happened last year was $50, you know. And pr pricing is so important. Yeah, it is. And, you know, you have value or you have commodity pricing. Those, those are the two types when, when you have a small business and you're starting out, it, you can, you can price versus off commodity. And in your case, it seems like you were doing that a little bit and it, you did grow it into where you're more value based now. But if you price commodity pricing with your pricing as a small business, then you can't really expect to, to grow in huge ways quickly if, if you start out commodity and so many people including i didn't know this you know when i was pricing my services if you price off a value then you can charge what you're worth mm -hmm. instead of charging what you think they will pay and when you charge what you're worth versus what you think they are going to pay then you start getting big jobs that pay a lot more with a lot less headache it is what happens but the, the scary part of that, and there is fear in that. The reason there's fear in that is because, well, nobody, what if nobody buys for what I'm worth? Mm -hmm. What if I end up going bankrupt because nobody will pay me what I'm worth? 
And that's really been a really big hard thing on me because uh, I've been doing this for seven years. Um, I grew up in a construction background, so um, I really just wanted to grow and do something different. So when I took on the yards, it was a real big issue about that because, um, well, every year gas is going up. The prices of materials or whatever we need is going up. So if um, you think small or cut yourself short, at the end of the day, you're cutting yourself short on material, your labor wise, and you end up losing out. And for the longest time, I did lose out and to grow a little bit better to where now I understand it. Um, it's a little harder now getting the customer to understand the the, the prices of materials nowadays because. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Ju- just going ju- up by extreme percentages. Yes. Yeah. Um, when I first started like I said, I had only the cheapest weed eater and mower. Um, gas was only like a dollar something, two dollars at the time. Now it's almost uh, two seventy five, something yeah. like that. It's two getting two close eighty. To three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you're filling up gas to just go mow your couple houses, you know, a week, you know, you you have to add that on. So I'm doing that every week that the customers don't see. Um, so when you do a cleanup job, charge them a certain price. And say you've had them for four years and you want to up the price. A lot of them get upset or they don't understand the economy of the economy is going bad or the prices of things right now have um, has uh, rised a little bit. And and if you don't if you don't change your prices to reflect that, then essentially you're paying you you start paying to do the same job that you were doing before. Yes. Yes, It starts costing you money to do the same job that you were doing before. And. I, I was talking about the commodity versus value and and employees, and this is something that's off topic, uh, Jeremiah. But I just I just want to say this, you know, a lot of employers out there, and I'm talking major market or major corporations down to down to small businesses. Throughout the years, uh, their employees haven't been seen with value. Their employees have been seen as a commodity. I I need the employees. If they saw the value in their employees and they're seeing that the value and their that their employees bring now because they don't have the employees right now for oh, some reason. Yeah. But yes, now sir. they're now they're starting to see that their employees <laughs> aren't aren't just a commodity. They they bring the value. They are the backbone yes. of all these businesses. They're the face so, of the business. And that's just some epiphany I just had a second ago when I was thinking about value versus commodity. But and it's very true because I tell my guys every day that I'm thankful for them while they work with me. Um, if they don't tell me something, then I don't know if there's a problem. And, you know, every day that we pull a job or when we get done, I thank them every day. I tell them, you know, I can't thank you enough for being here and helping me. You know, without y'all, we, we are not a team. Like I have the dream, but together we're the team. Yeah. You know, like, um, for good. example, I may cut all the trees and do all the hard work, but, you know, my friend here might be good at push mowing while the other one might be good at weed eating. But together as a team, we make a we make efficient work. So you knock the whole thing out together. Yes, yeah. And um, if you're not uh, if you can't be thankful for your workers or at least show them gratitude, then they're never going to want to work for you. So for my guys, um, you know, I try to, you know, help them out. Um, I try to, you know, give them money or whatever they might need, buy them stuff. Um, I took one of my employees when I was barely starting out, we went to Slitterbond to just show them appreciation. Um, you know, it's those little things that they see that they appreciate that maybe the next employer doesn't take them for granted or 
maybe don't want to give them the right kind of money. And, you know, for me, you know, I've been through those steps. I've done all these jobs at $10, $9 an hour. So for me, I know what it is for somebody to give you a bonus or just to tell you that they're thankful, you know. Um, You've been on of, both sides. Yeah. So a lot of times, you know, you could do a big job and just be pissed off that the little things, someone didn't tell you thank you or didn't say, hey, you did a good job today. So that's my biggest thing on it. I really try to be thankful for my workers and tell them that, you know, y'all just as well as I'm doing good. And if we grow bigger, I want y'all to Everybody. grow with me. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, the other side of that with the employees, you know, I don't want to, I, I don't want to look here like I'm just taking the side of the employees on this one because the working conditions for employees versus 130, 140 years ago are completely different. Mm -hmm. and Andrew Carnegie and the steel mills that he had, he had one shift working 96 hours a week. He had another shift working 72 hours a week. Man, yeah, how crazy is that? And these guys are working, and they call it the depths of hell is what they called it with the, the steel companies yeah or the steel company yeah and people were literally dying in this company in this factory and they were getting paid peanuts to do this so they're they're still working conditions now are a hell of a lot better than they were back then absolutely so we just need people to go to work absolutely <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean we we do we we do need people to go to work i, I don't know where the balance is going to end up at I don't understand why we're in the situation we're in with employees right now. I honestly do not get it because as far as I know, employee uh, unemployment benefits ended in July. Yeah. I thought. Well, I think, I think uh, here in a couple of weeks, it's supposed to be like the real cutoff. Oh, that's the, the actual cutoff. The actual. Yeah. So my theory behind that is, is people are collecting that unemployment for the price that they'd be working at McDonald's or more for, you know? You see signs of McDonald's hiring 12 to 18 bucks an yes, hour. Yes, man. Yeah. Because they, they're trying to pull these people out of their homes, um, you know, and stop collecting that unemployment check. But once they do sign that paper and work for McDonald's, that unemployment check is gone because you're making an income. You know, you're making a taxable income that's noticeable through the state and Fed. So something I, else that's going to shake things up is these moratoriums, the ending moratoriums, because the people. Real estate. Uh, yeah, their their uh, rent's going to be coming due and 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 everything. Or oh the, yeah, man. Uh, we have we have a uh, we have a crazy year ahead. I think we're going to have a lot of foreclosures in the next year. Yes, we're going to have a lot of people getting evicted from their houses uh, over the next year. It's going to be a very uh, crazy business climate over the next year, just based off of those factors. Um, people will, I think, be going back to work. Yeah, I think that's the way of the market balancing, balancing itself yeah, out. It does. It, it does. It, there, and there are bubbles, housing bubbles. Through And when you go to real estate school, you learn, you know, that like the bubble in 2008 popped. Yes. It, and, and it adjusts and balances itself out. And I'm sorry, Jeremiah, we're getting off topic. We're no, here it's actually about, it correlates. about your business. It'll um, but it does. It all it all does correlate. He's with looking business. for workers. Yeah, yeah. So if if you want to work for a great dude like Jeremiah, uh, I don't know if you can get any better, honestly. Oh, um, here in just spending the last uh, twenty three minutes with you, man. I, I don't know if you can get any better than Jeremiah. Seriously. Um, Thank you. You're you're real, man. And you started from the bottom. You took a dream, built a team, and now you had the dream team. Mm. <laughs> and and look where you're at now. You're doing 
how many how many uh yards a day about 10 to 13 a day just 10 to 13 it depends um i take on a lot of ranch houses that are a couple acres so um okay only take on some of those uh the yards might vary um four to five depending because some of those are like three to five acres on some of the properties man when you said so, 10 to 13 i thought you were talking about little cookie cutter houses no um a lot of the houses are in comanche um we've been blessed to so for example i didn't have no houses in comanche uh last year this year we got about six houses in comanche um it's really a blessing for us because for my previous uh workers or work i used to take care of a lot of, like 30 houses so right now my goal is um i'm really trying to take all the houses in comanche um a lot of people have been acknowledging me um seeing my grade of work so your your biggest marketing that i you know just talking with you for the last you know 25 minutes now your biggest part of marketing has been your work yes sir people Uh, see people see what you do and they want that for their property yes um uh, my biggest thing right now uh advertising has really been uh facebook and just word of mouth um I've picked up probably five new uh, realtors this year. Plus, um, I have two cleaning ladies that recommend me for all their customers. So between everybody, I've been really blessed to uh, be all over the hill country. And um, really just the word of mouth has really been able to um, get me out there to get the exposure I needed. But mainly um, the just people being able to watch me work, um, sit there and acknowledge me. Um, Sometimes when you work, you don't notice the other people that are watching you or seeing you. And um, it's really been a blessing because there's really been a lot of people watching. And, um, well, I got about six houses in Comanche when I didn't have any. And, well, that's a really good community in our neighborhood. So, you know, for us, that's really a blessing. And, well, right now, every every week that we, we've been in there, we've been picking up new houses or We'll pick Good. up a new contract to just go plant plants or do hedges and other things. Um, for a while, some of those were just minor like that, and we picked up two of those for full time uh, customers just because they were acknowledging our other houses in the community, and they were just wondering why their their yard didn't look the same. And well, sometimes when we get bigger, we we don't acknowledge the little customer or the the customer that started us. So um, for me, I treat all my customers as if it's a hundred million dollar house in Comanche or if it's, you know, a couple thousand dollar house somewhere else, you know, all of them are the same thing. And I tell each one of my customers, I don't care if you pay me, you know, a hundred, two hundred dollars a day or if it's just a 15, 20 bucks, I'm still going to edge your yard. I'm still going to weed eat it, blow it and do it the exact same way because I just do good work and know if you're not going to do good work for somebody then why do it at all Mm, so the way the way i see it is if you're not going to do it right then don't do it at all so that little bit of my mentality or my uh way i look at things has been really able to just get us out there to really get the exposure we needed and to be able to meet john last year and to you know go over a little bit of things it's really been a blessing because well now he's a good friend of mine and but we're here today really being able to expose our company a little bit more. Man, you are so passionate. I mean, you're like the top two passionate people we've had in here. I'm serious. And humble. So humble. Yeah, man. It's it's amazing. I, I have a feeling that your company is going to go very far, man. Oh, I know. Uh, 
Mike, I got yeah. a question for you. This is a kind of a twist in the podcast. Okay. Um, so somebody listening to this, you know, somebody scrolling through our, our page. Oh, it's a, oh. Okay. Somebody listening, scrolling through our page. It's like, oh, this is a landscaper. He's not in my field. Um, so I, I might, I might, you know, listen to another podcast. What has, what does jam and what you do have in correlation? I mean, how can you relate to Jay? How can you relate to a landscaping trade and, and how can you, so, so this is to, to kind of compare and contrast a couple different things here. Uh, as far as what we have in common as, as business owners. Yes. And I am not a business owner of jam. Uh, I do a lot of work for Jam, though, and but I, I am also a business owner. I'm just not the business owner of Jam. But but if you want to compare and contrast Jam Broadcasting to Dream Team Landscaping, there are a lot. We have to treat our customers great. We have to make sure that our customer satisfaction, which are, are our advertising clients, we got to make sure that they're that they are uh, satisfied. And the way that they are satisfied is we have to make sure they get results. You know, it, it people think that people just buy advertising on the radio, but that's not what actually is going on here. You know, there we we do this and we put together campaigns, a radio campaign, and we pray to God that it gets results. Basically, I mean, it it has to get results. The results that that you're bringing are the aesthetic views when they walk out of their front door and they say, damn, mm -hmm. my property looks good. <laughs> Seriously. And then their neighbors walk out of their front doors and go, damn, my neighbor's property looks good. You know, and then, yes, and, then, and then you're getting well with us. It's like they got to they got to be uh, in their business and say, damn, I got people coming in the door. Uh huh. You know, and then the, the business next door to them has to be going damn they got a lot of people coming in their door so there there are a lot of correlations you know with customer service pricing is another one you know if we underprice our product here then what we essentially end up doing is is we would end up running ourselves out of business yes because just like you we have we have an overhead here you know we both have an overhead we both have to we both have employees that we got to feed we both we all have families that we got to feed we all have uh we all have our talents and you're getting paid for your talents just like we get paid for our talents here there are so many correlations it doesn't matter what kind of business it is whether it's landscaping real estate uh any type of construction out there if you have a shoe store it, it's all the same it all all of this the the points that i just talked about they're all the same no matter what it is insurance what it doesn't matter what whatever you're whatever you're selling you have to make sure that that you provide enough value to your client and that they can see that value so they come back and get more of it that's what the Kerrville small business network is about two different trades two different worlds but y'all have so much in common that was that was awesome mike really the, the way that you took a landscaping company and an radio paralleled it yeah absolutely it's a network man yeah we are all doing the same thing here we're all using our craft and our talents to provide with our families and make a living yes sir that's that's what we're all doing here we're all every every single person out here is doing the same thing we're, we're all running a parallel race 
We're just jumping over different hurdles. Mm, yes, sir. You ever team up with another landscaping company on a huge job? Um, yeah, I've been able to team up with a uh, house landscaping. Um, is house landscaping uh, irrigation? Yes, yes sir. Yeah, um, with Eric House. Um, he's a good friend of ours, and we've been able to help him a lot. Uh, uh, do a bunch of tree jobs. Um, right now, um, we're actually just trying to work together to um be able to just better both our companies. Um, really, I want to be able to take out all the HOAs and really um, be able to be a, a real big company. And um, as far as house landscaping, we're looking to um, grow as far as uh, the tree company and really just overall be a really good uh, combination together. So um, right now it's really a blessing because um, a lot of people have been a been able to uh, um, acknowledge our work as I said so um, to be able to have another landscaper see our work and to want us to team up with them or to even be a part of them it's really a blessing because you know like I told you I started with nothing we we've been building this from the bottom up so this year with all the exposure comes you know people recognizing you and was for example house landscaping re recognized us and you know offered us um to help them and to, uh, you know, really just overall try to build ourselves together. So um, uh, in his part, he's trying to help me with um, build my uh, professional um, portfolio a little bit better so that, um, you know, because he comes from a HOA background and, you know, a really good company. So um, with our if we team up together, I believe we could really, you know, be something powerful. That's so um Right now, it's just really a blessing. Um, I'm really not trying to say too much because it's still in the making. But um, right now, we're really just uh, teaming up and just trying to take over the whole hill country in general. So um, really, if uh, if y'all like my uh, dream team, like house landscaping, because just as well as I'm doing things, they're helping us. And, you know, like I say, I'm thankful for my customers and my workers. So I'm thankful for any other business partners that come in and help us Amen. at the same time mike what if when he first met um house landscaping what if he saw them as competition and did not want anything to do with them and saw them as the enemy it could have uh substantially stunted their growth as a company yes. you know we're all we're all neighbors here and and we all live in the same fish tank now if you join forces with other fish that are like you in the fish tank, imagine what you can accomplish versus versus not joining forces and shunning them and trying to take over what they have. You know, you, you get so much more done when you have multiple people doing it. Yes, sir. And um, that's why, like, um, I'm just trying that's to good. be humble and really just overall build in general. So with the other uh, landscaper um he does irrigation um i'm actually trying to get licensed to be an irrigator um hopefully maybe next year so um for me i grew up in the background of doing it all so i actually know it so with him being licensed it works in my favor too so like just as well as i'm helping him he would be helping me so yeah yeah um it really is a big moment for us so right now we're really just trying to be uh humble with everything because as well as we're getting all these new things it's coming in a hurry and it's coming big so um you think we probably had 20 yards last year now we got like 45 to 60 full-time customers so um it's not all houses ranch houses little houses um commercial properties um i take care of ultimate um they're good friends of mine and 
thankful to be able to take on their and their company. They're great people over there too. My uh, pug got loose last month and ended up over that. over at Ultimate Automotive, and they took care of my pug until I found him. Oh yeah, they're real good friends yeah. of mine. Yeah, great people. Yeah. So yeah, so really, I'm just thankful for everybody because really, it's everybody that's uh, just seen me struggle is really out here trying to help us build and grow and advertise this. So with that, it's really just overall getting better and every day that it we're out here doing this. So, all right, we're at about 37 minutes on this podcast. Wow, um, <laughs> Jeremiah Castillo, thank you so much for coming in here and, and uh, sharing your story with us today, man. It means a lot. We're very grateful. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I want to give uh, Jam Broadcasting a shout out real quick for letting us use the Mike FM studio to do this every week. And I, I also kind of want to finish what I was saying. Uh, I don't think I said the whole thing. We want to be in a situation that we're in here. If, you know, let's, let's run parallel to, to your business. If, if our clients weren't going out there and stepping out their front door and seeing the, the trimmed lawn and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, quality. it's the quality that, that we bring and we're blessed too here, man. I mean, it, it really is amazing that we are, we've been able to get great results for our clients. Yes, sir. You know, and, and it's just an amazing thing. And I just, I, I felt like I didn't put that in there because it needs to be said because it, it's the absolute truth. I've got clients that started with me a year and a half ago and they're expanding. They're, they're adding uh, second locations they're adding they're expanding inside of their businesses they're hiring employees i mean it, it's crazy to see when when you're and i look at myself as a small business only owner even here you know kind of independent but with jam broadcasting when you see that and you see others growing based off of what you do or like you when you go out and and you uh you see the the look on their face when they're looking around on the property saying damn and they got the nicest looking yard in the neighborhood. It, it's a good feeling to be able to do that and be able to provide that service. And there is a sense of pride in that as well. And yes, it seems sir. like you learned early in life to do the job right and make sure that the job got done right. If somebody called you after you got done with their lawn and they asked you and they told you that there was a problem with that lawn, what would you do? I would have to go back and check on it. Um, I can be honest as growing up, trying to get everything. Um, there has been slips and falls to where maybe we might have missed sweet eating or blowing off the porch. And it's those minor things that um, if I don't get those taken care of, then my customers are going to be upset in some kind of way. And, you know, that could be bad for you. That could be a bad review. That could be, you know, something that could cost you good dollars or just, you know, a customer in general. So, um, we do try to take our time and really make sure that the customer is happy because at the end of the day, we're not going to be able to succeed if they're not happy. And I mean, they make, they pay our bills that pay our, our, our employees that, um, really it's a, a whole circle and movement together. If, if they're not happy, then we're not happy. And if I can't make the problem right, then they're just going to find the next person to make it right. So, why be petty or selfish over a minor thing when you can make it right when you were paid to do it right? Amen. Yeah, don't let don't leave any T's un, uncrossed and, and don't leave any I's undotted. Yes, sir. Make sure it's always 100%. Then how could you ever have a problem? Oh, yeah. That was great, Mark. I could see how passionate you are also about 
about jamming what you do. I'll lose sleep, man. If, if there's a customer not getting results, I'll, I'll lose sleep over it. Yeah. And I'll figure out a way to, to make it to where they do get results. Somehow, some way, we are going to get people results. There's no there's no other option. You know? So, anyway. That's going to go ahead and wrap up number 22. Uh, Jeremiah, very nice to meet you, man. Thank yeah, you thank again you for, coming for letting in me here. come by. Man, just amazing, man. How can people get a hold of you, Jeremiah? Uh, you can contact us on Facebook under uh, Dream Team Landscaping, or you could call call me on our cell phone, 210-517-7561. And then you can look us up on uh, Jay Castillo on Facebook. We post daily of everything we do. So if you just need a rough idea of how our work looks, you there's always pictures to uh, show forth. And uh, we advertise on Next Door Neighbor. Uh, you can look me up under Jay Castillo. We have five years references under there. So um, you can kind of get a rough point of how we look and what our, our work does. So, yeah, look us up. Um, thank you all for everything, for contacting us and letting us be a part of the Jam radio station. Yeah, man. Uh, so glad you're here today. And uh, John Brer, you want to give yourself a plug real quick before we get out of here? Oh, uh, I Oh, for pressure washing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, super power washing. Um, 830-496-1791. We restore driveways. Um, yeah, give us a call. And, you know, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jeremiah Castillo, Dream Team Landscaping. That's going to go ahead and wrap up number 22 of the Kerrville Small Business Network podcast. Uh, thank you so much. Please share this with somebody that you think might need to hear it. And you can share it off of iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or KerrvilleNetwork.com.